0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 64 of The Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of ComicBook.com. I am one of your hosts, Jim Biscardi, and as always, I am joined by Christian Hoffer and Megan Peters. Hello. Hello.
1: I am physically <laughs> present for tonight's episode, or today's episode. Hmm? I don't wow. even know what time it is.
0: What time is
2: it, Hoffer? Just give us your best guess.
1: I don't know. It's 12.03 p.m. And that's because if there's, I, one,
0: if there's one thing I can count on at the start of every podcast recording, it's Christian's totally deadpan. Yep. I'm here. I'm alive. Here I, I, I promise the,
1: the excitement will come back when this pandemic is finally over in 2022.
2: I expect <laughs> whenever it's over and we're doing it, this podcast back how we were that like when we throw it to you, that you just start breaking out into songs.
1: Yeah. full-on
2: <laughs> full on Disney musical style. Like, I'm holding you to it.
1: I'll tell you what, when we are finally back, when we are out of the pandemic and I am not in my home office for 50 to 60 hours a week, I'll come up here. I'm going to pour myself a shot and when jim introduces the podcast you will see me immediately like throw one back in celebration and that's and we'll
0: we'll, we'll do the podcast live no editing
2: <laughs> there we go um all
0: right well so this is a, in case you're not sure this is a podcast about pokemon we swear uh, we we cover A whole bunch of Pokemon stuff. In the first part of our show, we do really the top headlines of the last week or so. We take a little break. We come back. We do a deep dive on a bigger discussion of the week. And then at the very end, Christian gives us the Pokemon fact of the week. Sometimes we read reviews on the show. If you leave us a five-star review on iTunes and we read it on the air, you can get a free ComicBook.com t-shirt. Not like the one I'm wearing in the video. This is our old one. Uh, One of the new ones. Mm. jim, jim sure will drive
1: person. by your house with a t-shirt
0: gun yeah with a t-shirt cannon a t-shirt cannon you know, will
1: that shoot, would shoot be, a t-shirt that would be a
0: ton of fun that Through would your be window. Fun,
2: but also uh, that's a really great way for us to get in trouble
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh all right let's just jump into some of the pokemon news uh of the week because it's only three minutes in and we've already gone on a tangent uh, okay so We have some Pokemon card news to hit first. Uh, I'm going to shuffle some of the news around, Christian. I'm sorry. Uh, Because it's another week, and another Pokemon card has been sold for a staggering amount of money. See, we were right.
2: If you listened to our last episode, solid investments, man. (laughs) Solid investments.
0: (laughs) All right, Chris, you want to tell us about this
1: one? Uh, so this is another uh, Pikachu Illustrator card. So these cards were given out uh, as rewards for a Japanese contest uh, in which people submitted uh, Pokemon card illustrations. And the winners were given one of these special commemorative cards. So this is similar to that number one trainer card that we mm-hmm. talked about not too long ago, um, you know, which was a reward for winning you know, certain Pokemon card tournaments um so these are incredibly rare um i believe they think that there's only like 10 or so in existence i think originally there were about 29 i think is Mm -hmm. the number uh i could be wrong somewhere in that 20 to 30 range was how many originally were given out right now there's like 10 and current like we know of 10 that are out there today one of them sold for two hundred and thirty-three thousand dollars. Uh, which broke that card's same previous record of, uh, I think it was like $202,000. So this thing is going for big money. Part of the reason is, is that unlike the number one trainer card, which is a little bit more rare than this, mm-hmm. um, this card features an illustration by the original designer of Pikachu. Um, mm-hmm. It's a little bit more flashy. It's got that Pikachu factor, where if you listen to um, our interview last week, um, you know, all kind of like factor into driving up the value of this uh, particular card. So it's going for big money. Hopefully, it gets to its buyer in one piece and doesn't get stolen in the mail. Which I expect that to be like the follow-up news story here. And like, if the Pokemon, if
0: the Pokemon was Charizard, would it have ma- uh, sold for more?
1: Um, you know, I don't know. Um, I, I don't think... think so.
0: I don't think so. I, I really just said that just to be uh, kind of a. But,
1: um, <laughs> you, but mean, you I mean, I hope
2: it wouldn't. There's I, so I th- many.
1: <laughs> I think that the value of this card, you know, is specifically, it is an illustration by the original Pikachu, mm-hmm. you know, designer. And there's only like a few dozen of these cards in existence, not even a few dozen, like two dozen or yeah. less cards in existence. Now, if that mm-hmm. would have been like the original like Charizard art, you know, I don't know. I just don't think there's as much of an appeal for like Charizard holding a a drawing pen. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I I just don't think that really like appeals to that collector's mentality in the same way. as like, because Pikachu is like clutching this like giant paintbrush Mm -hmm. or pen with like Mm -hmm. all four of its chubby little limbs. And this is also chubby Pikachu.
2: It is chubby Pikachu. It is adorable. I mean, the artwork is just really cute. So yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: So uh, I think also
0: also too for me. It's not that I don't like these cards. I just wish that more of the cards that we are seeing on the auction block go for like insane amounts of money were actual cards and not just like the trainer cards, whatever. But like like Pokemon, like Pokemon on them with battle stats and all that jazz.
1: Well, if you remember, Jim. Uh, going back to our interview that we did last week, someone start keeping a running timer because I'm going to reference this interview as much as I can. Um, so I hope that like right next on the video, right next to me is just a running tab of how many times I reference it. Um, you know, it's based on scarcity and right. no, I get that. All those, all, all of the cards that we like, like that first edition Charizard, which we know sells for big money.
0: Yeah.
1: The the problem is, is that, you know, because that There's card still was, There's too many of them yeah, that card mm-hmm. was in, you know, in packs, you know, mm-hmm. so there were thousands made as opposed to like 30, you know, that mm-hmm. that's a big difference. And I don't think that the Pokemon company will ever actually go and be like, yep, we're only going to make like 30 of this specific actively used Pokemon card. Now, if they ever did that, because magic kind of does something like that yeah, where they've got like these secret, what is it? Like, uh, I, I forget what, what they're exactly called but they just did it with like the godzilla tie-ins yeah or you know not only did they have like you know so magic the gathering uh released a bunch of magic cards that were reskinned to feature different godzilla you know kaiju and mm-hmm. um you know they came out with a variant version of those cards which were like full art cards and there was like a limited amount made i yep. don't play magic um i've never played magic i have next to no interest in magic I wanted those freaking cards, but I couldn't just buy yep. paying like $125 for them. Because that was like the retail price. And there was only a few hundred, I think. Mm-hmm. I think they limited it to like 500 or or $1,000. i am guessing, you know, th- those cards are like literally printed to be sold on the secondary market for, yep. for big amounts of money. Because mm-hmm. Godzilla fans are going to want those. Um, Magic fans are going to want them, and they look and just freaking awesome, and they're yeah.
0: they're really cool. Um,
1: yeah. so like if the Pokemon company does ever go that direction, which you know they've resisted that urge for twenty two plus years, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that that could be, and I feel like it's almost like I don't want to say it's too late, but you know, there's a big difference between who Magic the Gathering is catering to, which are adults. Mm-hmm. You know, with disposable income, like even, you know, that, like you go to a magic tournament and the bulk of the people you see there are grown adults, not yeah. even like teenagers. Well, which is, you know, I think,
0: the, you I think know. the time that for Pokemon, like the, if there was ever a time for Pokemon to do it, mm-hmm. it was during the X and Y re-release of the, um, yeah, you know, original set, right? Like that you could have done golden ticket ask kind of things like, sure. You know there were re-releases of all the base cards, but like, what if they slipped in, you know, a a variant on the Charizard or a variant, you know, on whatever that was super limited? That would, I mean, that would have just drove people buying boxes of that stuff.
1: Yeah, like to, it would try been, and find. It would have been really cool if they had with that set, if they had gone and done something like we're going to release a variant with like new art by Mm -hmm. the, you know, person who did the original card. Like that would have been really cool. Like there are cool opportunities. I think that, you know, it's a huge untapped market. I think also Mm -hmm. that the Pokemon company knows that. Um, And if we ever see like, you know, um, the Pokemon company, like that, the card games start to like falter a little bit. You know, I do think that, I I do think that we'll see the game get reinvented to start appealing Mm -hmm. more to the hardcore fan. Right now there's just not a need for it. You know, like, uh, I will talk about this a little bit later, but I uh, did a demo for um, this Battle Arena box that's, Mm -hmm. you know, out now in Target and will be coming out to mass retail here this week. And like a big part of that was, you know, a big reason why they're coming out. It's like, yeah, we get all these new kids coming into the game every single year because they all love Pokemon. Mm -hmm. And no one knows how to play the book one card game.
0: (laughs) Well, usually, I mean, like, I think this came, this, it came at perfect timing. We can just kind of jump right into it. Right. Yeah. Where a lot of people would learn by watching other people play. And there's no, there's no tournaments going on. Right. Like there's no, like I remember as a kid watching older kids Mm -hmm. play at tournaments. And that's basically how I learned. And like those tournaments aren't happening right now. And so like, I'm sure, like the battle arena was obviously not made like, oh crap, you know, it's the pandemic. We need to put something out, right? Like this was obviously <laughs> planned way before that. Yeah, but I mean, the timing couldn't be more perfect, in my opinion.
1: So, an interesting yeah. fact um, that I found out when I was demoing the battle arena. So, remember how we talked a few weeks ago about the raid battle concept? Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. that they just came out with with the Pokemon training card game that. Originally, the original idea behind that was that was going to be a kind of like introdu- introductory um like gameplay mode for uh, kids. um So like when they attended to play Pokemon and have no idea how to what what Pokemon cards do, mm-hmm. this would be a way to kind of teach them the basics. So like this is what damage does. This is what burning or poison or paralysis and things like this you know, here are these concepts, here is how um, HP works, like very basic level stuff, but it's a way for a, in a non-competitive environment. Because, you know, my nephew, who's about to turn 11, um, when I first brought, started taking him to play Pokemon events, he got really frustrated um, about the fact that, you know, because he he had no idea how, you know, to build a deck. Mm -hmm. And then, so they showed him and, you know, we helped him build a deck
0: that's still my biggest issue
1: he He had built a deck properly (laughs) i never know how much energy to put in those things yeah um but his big thing was i don't know how um like how to use this deck properly like Mm -hmm. you know there were there were too many moving parts and part of that was just like we would go to the pre-releases which you know that's all about cobbling together a deck with based on what you've got Mm -hmm. um But, you know, that, that was a real frustration with him was he didn't understand some really like basic level stuff. Um, and yeah, it was kind of frustrating for him, like as a nine year old. Um, so this battle arena box, so we, we've, I think we've mentioned it before, but I had the Mm -hmm. opportunity last week to, um, actually go and talk with the, one of the designers of the box, um, and dur- for a virtual event. And so we talked a little bit about it and sure enough, it's, um, you know, it, it was in planning um, several um, years in advance, which you, is reflected by the fact that it all features GX cards when, you know, the game itself has moved on to V cards. Um, mm-hmm. It contains three different decks, uh, two of which come with a kind of like a, um, uh, a built-in how do you play this mode. Okay. Uh, so it's like, you know, so it actually has like a order your cards in this, you know, in this way. So it like has like, you know, the, these are full decks, full pre-made decks, and they have like a one, two, three, four, five on them. And so you put the cards in order and it actually does a step-by-step, this is how gameplay works scenario. Oh, but cool. you can also take those cards and shuffle them together and just go against each other. And they added a third deck, which features Mewtwo, um, kind of as a way so that Basically, you don't get bored by just running the same two decks time and time Mm -hmm. again. Um, It's got pretty detailed instructions on how to play like a full on in ways that you don't often find. Like, you know, um, when the Pokemon game first, when the Pokemon Train Card game first came out, I remember there was like a box beginner set. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was a box or if it was in like a carton. And this yeah. to me feels like the first attempt in years to really recapture that.
2: Mm. That's also good. also comes
1: with a really cool like oversized coin that they specifically they were telling me it's like, yeah, we brought in kids to play test the coins to figure <laughs> out like what the perfect size to flip them you know like for like actual uh-huh. kids and it's like it's really you know cool. y- you would never think of that like that that uh-huh. that to me was really cool. but I yeah. think it's a really great product if you either know someone who's trying to get into the Pokemon trading card game, or if you are a parent whose kid is starting to really get into Pokemon cards, um, or if you are... Or you if know, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, or if it's been a while, because there have been like rule changes um, and stuff oh, like yeah. that. The box is only, I think, like 20 bucks. You can buy it now at Target. It'll soon be available and for a wider retail release, I believe, like literally this week. Highly recommend it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm planning on getting it, I mean, mainly for my fiance, because he inherited a bunch of, like, Pokemon cards, and, like, I've gone through them, I've made decks with them, and, like, I have all of my collection, Um, but he has no idea how to play the trading card game, and, like, I've tried playing games with him to explain it, but, like, it just makes, like me turn red and like steam like i'm in an anime, getting very angry because like (laughs) i don't have the patience to explain i'm just like i just want to play i just want to do this uh so when i heard this was coming out uh definitely was like all right well this will be a good kind of like step by step uh way to do it and also i have a bunch of friends with kids who that i mean anytime they see any of the pokemon stuff in my house they're like oh my gosh so (laughs) i'm really excited on just like turning my neighborhood into like a little fortified Pokemon trading card game army.
0: Nice. All right. uh, Also on the trading card game front, the, we're getting a new expansion called champions path.
1: This is Uh, the no, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go for it. This is the kind of like every year for the last like few years, um, we've gotten a, uh, a like mini expansion that is only available in like box sets. And Champion's Path is this year's, like, box set special expansion.
0: Uh, I like that it comes with gym badges.
1: It does. It does come with the Galar gym badges. I had to take a look here because I'll be 100% honest. Controversial opinion time. I freaking hate the Galar gym badges. They look Ugly. Largely because they're meant to all, like, fit together, you know? Yeah,
0: to, like, be, like, a weird metal thing. Yeah. Yeah,
1: so it, it, like, forms, like, you know, a medallion, which is cool. I like that. But just, like, the individual badges look ugly. And so I was, like, really worried that the, um, you know, that these, you know, badges uh, would be these, like, ugly, you know, uh, asymmetric... (laughs) <laughs> um, you know, like squiggly lines, things, but uh, from the looks of them, they all, you know, each, what they're coming out with each, the 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 different boxes will all have one themed card. That, so they'll be uh, actually based on the individual gyms of the Galar region. So like they will actually have like the Hallberry gym, you know, pin collection is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll come with a, a few, I think three, um booster packs a special card that it is specifically geared towards that gym so like hallberry for instance has dread doll and it will have a um it looks like i say that you know it it does not look like they the the, it just has the image that is embedded in the medallion piece not the actual like medallion Mm. which thank god is all i have to say (laughs) (laughs)
2: i don't know i'm pretty pumped i i mean i haven't collected any like trading card game gym badges in a long time like i remember like that was my thing when i was younger like Mm -hmm. going to the toys r us like at my toys r us where the tournaments were held was like right outside like where like the bathroom hallway was so it was very cramped and they would have like a little badge ceremony and like i still have them to this day they're all in this like little like Julie puff pouch that i had when i was a little kid oh my
0: god i love that
2: yeah still have them i'll have to bring them out for the next and like next week i want to see them Yeah, like my Kanto, my Johto and all that stuff. But like this, really excited. So I'm definitely getting this box. uh, And I don't have anyone to really do a tournament with. So I guess I'll just have a ceremony of one and give them to myself. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just pretend I'm Leon for a little bit and just like stick my finger up to the sky. It's fine. Then
1: then you'll literally hear me from several states away heckling you. Hey.
2: (laughs) Hey, it's fine. That's fine. Yeah. That's more like human interaction than I've had since this began. <laughs> so
0: God, that's so sad. On that note, <laughs> let's take uh, let's take let's take a quick break. We have a few more things to hit in the the news uh, break section, but uh, you know we got to pay for the show. So we'll, when we get back, we'll talk about that and Pokemon Go Fest. Okay, let's hit these two other news items out, uh, knock them out of the way, and then get moving. So on the anime front,
2: Christian, hey. Christian,
0: Christian, and Megan were both right.
2: Yes, I knew, I knew <laughs> we were both right. Still does not like lessen the impact. So basically, in Japan, we got our new episode of Pokemon, which I discussed in the last episode that Hoffer so grace gracelessly, you know, just shrugged off. Uh, but basically, um, Ash and Pikachu like get into it. They get a, they get really mad at each other. Ash straight up calls Pikachu lazy for not training, and I was like, that is the most out of character thing because. This is not the kind of respect Pikachu deserves after, like, (laughs) defeating literal mythical Pokemon. So let's just have that conversation. Uh, So Pikachu, rightfully so, is like, I'm out of here. He runs away with Mr. Mime back to Pallet Town, where they run into Ash's mom. And then ensues, like, the most emotional, like... 15 minutes of a pokemon episode i've seen in a long time like ash's mom like cuddles pikachu in bed and sings pikachu the lullaby she used to sing ash and pikachu like starts to tear up <laughs> and then like the next morning ash comes out of nowhere and they reconcile and it's emotional and then ash sings that same lullaby to pikachu uh, that night as the episode kind of comes to a close so they're is some mixed goodies in this episode? Definitely, the last fifteen minutes were the ones that were it felt like the emotional pitch that you wanted for the entirety of the episode. But yeah, they were really only separated for like ten minutes of the episode, but in like the universe time for like a night. Ash Ash got his act together quickly because Go told him to, which hmm. seems strange to me. but
1: yeah, I feel like when this episode was originally written, it was probably go yelling at score bunny for being lazy or maybe sobble um, and they decided to like retool things because ash hasn't had very much drama this season just you know my totally unsolicited have not watched the episode yet thoughts i'm i've been actually waiting i'll i'll be 100% honest you know because they're coming out with these quarter quarterly releases on netflix mm-hmm. i think i'm just going to like stick with the the you know U.S. Uh, releases instead of like trying to hunt down streams at like five o'clock in the morning on Sunday, um, which Weak. is what, which is what I, that's what I did for like <laughs> X and Y and most of like Sun and Moon and you know yes. boy, um, not knowing how to you know not knowing us any Japanese makes those an interesting experience, yeah. but um, you know I I. I knew I, I, I will appreciate that I do appreciate Megan, the fact that you hyped this up uh, on the anime page. Um, you you were just taking the drama for all it was worth, oh, and really, absolutely. you know, just just really ratcheted it up. I was I was very appreciative of the fact, like, you know, like if reading comic books, anime coverage, um, going into this episode it seemed, like, inevitable that, like, Ash and Pikachu were going to, like, permanently break up.
2: Um, <laughs> I it mean... Was,
1: it was... No, I I, I, I I'm not who saying knows? this, like, sarcastically at all. Like, you know, just A plus, like, you know... <laughs> Like, I, I I, was very much a fan of that coverage, uh, genuinely.
2: Well, I mean, if Pokemon Journeys is going to treat itself all of a sudden like a soap opera, then I'm going to cover <laughs> it like it's a soap opera. I'm going to give it the treatment it deserves. So that was my line of thinking.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it. Stay tuned uh, next week in Pokemon Journeys. An egg appears, but whose egg is it?
2: Da, da, da.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh... For those who have a Switch and missed the initial boat for Pokin Tournament and mm-hmm. uh, you know, wanted to maybe, wants to maybe give it a spin, now is your chance mm-hmm. because it's got a demo live on the Switch. A full demo. At
2: last. A full demo. Like, what took so long?
0: I just want another Pokin game.
2: I do too. I I am one of the biggest, like, pocket Look, fans that there is. Like I, I know we can't get greedy it. because
0: we've been asking for snap and they're finally giving us snap. So I'm going to let that one come out.
2: No, be greedy. It worked <laughs> the first time.
1: <laughs> they
2: listened Did the it work, time. though?
1: We had <laughs> asked for that game for 20 freaking years before they but gave it to strangely, us.
2: strangely, you know, like, a year after we started our podcast and we asked for it multiple times.
0: Just That's true. Just
1: That's saying. true. All, all, all we need to do in order to will Pokin Two into existence is me saying, "Guys, it'll never happen. That ship has <laughs> sailed. That ship just, has sailed." If they were going to make a Pokin Tournament Two, it would have been by now.
2: They'll do just <laughs> despite Hoffer.
1: Exactly.
0: Uh, I, I, have my switch when Pokin Tournament came out, and so yeah. I've been on the fence on whether or not I wanted to pick it up because I wasn't sure if I was going to like care about it anymore Mm -hmm. demo is a ton of fun but Mm -hmm. that like i know that this is not what the pokemon company wants to hear that may all that may be all that i need i don't (laughs) know if i need the full game
1: so i i played Pokemon when it came out for the wii u honestly i I kid you not that was the reason i got a wii u was for Pokemon. um uh, because I've always wanted a Pokemon fighting game. I actually love fighting games. I'm not mm-hmm. uh, other outside of Smash. I'm not super great at them. They kind of like evolved past me. Um, I really like Pokin's uh, how it goes from the uh, two dimensional back and forth, um, and then it switches to a uh, three dimensional like uh, like it, it bounces back yeah. and forth between those two. I think that's a really clever mechanic. Uh, my big criticism with Pokin tournament the original game not the remastered was the fact that the roster was pretty limited i think there was only 12 pokemon in the original and they uh up that to i think like 16 they added four more in like uh arcade only dlc um which they then added in the switch version and they added uh decidui as another pokemon I really wish that Pokin would have continued to get support. I feel that that game mm-hmm. would really benefit from a roster that is more than about like twenty. I'm actually going to look this up because, like, I'm
0: going to yeah, get. I'm, a, I'm looking at. I'm looking at it right now, and that's really one of the biggest things that, like, I th- why I think the demo is, is it for me. Mainly because there's not going to be there's you know they're not adding more characters to the roster, and there's only right. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Twenty two ish. so twenty two. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 I mean, and the, the support the support Pokemon are fine. Like you know, yeah. And and keep in mind that uh, Shadow Mewtwo is right. uh you know one of those. So really, there's only twenty one. Yeah. Um yeah. and uh the other so they did end up adding a pretty significant amount of um Pokemon from the Wii U version because Ash Slash and Blastoise were also newly added as well as those um, five DLC characters. Um, So, you know, there was was a fair amount of, like, new content. Three, you know, there was a total of, that's seven characters uh, that they added from the Wii U to the Switch. So, like, you know, I think that's enough to justify buying the remastered version. But, Hmm. yeah, like, in this day and age, I think that 21 uh, characters on a roster just really doesn't do it for me. I mean, for yeah. crying out loud, like, Injustice 2 had that many, like, DLC characters. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, um, and, and, you know, that's, I think it was a very solid, like, first um, installment. But it definitely needs to be built upon. Uh, yeah. I definitely want to see, like, a greater variety of Pokemon. Like, honestly, my my favorite Pokemon to play as was Chandelure. Um, yes, like,
2: Chandelure is a really hard to play at least for me but a beast in professional like esports. sports
1: oh yeah and like you know i i want to see more stuff like that like give me some like weird pokemon like you know like i don't want charizard oh and they also had pikachu and also pikachu libre that's why uh, that's another thing where they do have totally different play styles but still yeah. really in reality there's only 20 poke like actual 20 pokemon yeah um in there and yeah. that's just that was the other one I was, like, forgetting was, oh, yeah, Pikachu, Libre, and Pikachu. Because those were, like, two of, like, the original ones that you got to pick yeah. from. And it's, like, really? That's that's that's, that's what we're getting? Um, <laughs> I, I did like the But, you know, it was cool. Like, you know, Pokemon, like, Agislash and Suikune. Like, how often are you going to think that of, like, Suikune, a four-legged Pokemon, being As in a, a fighter game? Like, yep. that's yeah. that's what I want to see more of. um you know give me the more weird stuff that you do to separate it from literally every other fighting game that's out there the better Mm -hmm. i mean even smash Mm -hmm. brothers and i i am like a massive smash brothers fan even smash brothers is kind of like limited because like you know how many like well for one like a quarter of the roster is fire emblem characters
2: um accurate
1: um (laughs) like and like every time they announce like a new dlc everyone's like oh what is it what is it it's like yeah we're giving you another dude with a sword and like everyone like <laughs> loses their crap um it's amazing. that's
0: the only thing I, I i don't get it's one of the and it's one of the reasons why i haven't really played smash in a while because it's just a bunch of you know either like jrpg characters that i just
1: and don't like know don't i know. love don't get me wrong i i love fire emblem uh mm-hmm. like that 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 franchise is like one of my faves but I do recognize, like, the complaints where it's like, yeah, there's way too many Fire Emblem characters in this game. It's like, but they only have, like, one four-legged character, and it's <laughs> Ivysaur. Like, you yeah. know, like, like uh, you know, y- you could get really weird with Smash Bros. Now, they did get weird with the Piranha Plant. But, like, you know, yeah. that's, like, one out of, like, 70 characters. This is true. Um, yeah. So, anyways, that's, that's my fighting game rant of the week.
2: No, it's good. I would definitely, definitely do the demo. I just, I think the thing that always upset me with Pokken, just to kind of wrap up my spiel, is at any worlds I've been to or watch for Pokemon, when they do the VG sections and the finals and they get to Pokken, that room lights up. Like, it is the most hyped that room. Gets is when the final two players go to play Pokken. I mean, Mm. people are like screaming, like it is (laughs) hilarious. And so like, I feel like it always gets its its due as a fighting game too late. And I feel like that has just kind of passed it up. And which is why I will never stop asking for a sequel. Um, So please play the demo. And if you really like it, tell Pokemon Company that we told you to let them know that we want a sequel. (laughs)
0: Boom, nailed it. All right. Uh, with that, let's jump into our deep dive discussion for today. And it's all about Pokemon Go Fest. So,
1: Pokemon Go Fest.
0: So what did everybody get?
1: I didn't. I mean, I got all of the, I, I, I managed to plow through all of the, um, you know, bo- both days worth of quests. And I, I felt Go. very satisfied by it. I was disappointed. I got zero shinies. Really? Yeah. Over over two so Saturday I probably played for seven hours. I caught wow. about four hundred Pokemon during that. Wow. Um, and, well they did um,
2: expand the limit of Pokemon you could get, which thank uh, God.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely I definitely invested some coin into expanding that. Still hit my limit twice. Um I got no shinies for the entire entire so, event.
0: So did you did you have the ticket? Like did e- you well, okay, well, so, well. so I know the ticket had, like, the quests and, and whatever, and so, like, I debated whether or not I was going to do that, but instead, I just, I totally rolled with the, um, just the Pokemon change, the top, like, the, the the hourly changes. You, you
1: just did the tie-in event.
0: I did the tie-in stuff, mm-hmm. yep.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, so I got, I, I had pre-purchased the ticket. Had you said something, I should have, like, sent you the code. Because Neantic actually provided me with a free ticket, but you know oh. I wasn't allowed to give away or otherwise I would have done something sure. like that. But I could have given it to you. Yeah. Um, so um, you know, so the the it was a two day event. Uh, day one was basically kind of like uh, every hour, if you did the event, the, the full event, every hour was kind of arranged um, where there was a different challenge, where mm-hmm. it was something like everyone in the world needs to like make 320,000 great throws. And once that task was completed for the remainder of the hour, you'd get some sort of bonus, whether that was like triple candy, uh, rare candies appearing in gifts. Um, There was Mm -hmm. all sorts of like cool things. I really liked that. Um, uh, I got plenty of Durant, which was the regional exclusive that I didn't Mm -hmm. have. They did do like technically two sets of regional exclusives. Um, cause they had Sviper and, uh, z- uh, uh, I can't think of the other, what, what his equivalent is. Um, Zagoose or shit. Or, shouldn't have said that word. Um, <laughs> Zangoose. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, that was like, I, I totally blanked on it. So they had those two that you could catch anywhere, which usually right. they are, you know, uh, uh hemisphere driven and same thing with Durant and Heatmore also. Mm-hmm. Um so you know so I got my regional exclusive for the event which that was cool. Um, they you know I, I like the new Pokemon. They didn't really release any like brand new Pokemon that I can no. remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought oh they did release Rotom. That was what they that was the new- oh,
0: oh yeah. So yeah. oh, yeah. I uh, I so I watched a lot of because I was it was doing a bit of work because it was also a Comic Con day, and so I was watching a lot of different streams on Twitch for people doing it while I was you know just having incense on myself. I uh, finally got that Magmar I wanted. Not only did I get a Magmar, I got a shiny Magmar. I don't know why wow. I whispered that, but shiny Magmar is ugly. That's but I got awesome. one.
2: Like most shiny Pokemon. <laughs> like
0: most shiny Pokemon, but this one is exceptionally ugly. Yeah. It's like pink. Yeah, all the yellow is pink, and it's just weird against the, the kind of red orange that Magmar is. And uh, so, yeah. So that was yeah.
2: the thing. Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I just, look, I liked that this was something that people who didn't necessarily get the uh pokemon go you know day fest ticket could also kind of participate in yeah Uh, but
1: they've always done something like that yeah past, but you know i i appreciated that you know i was worried that because this was going global there was no Mm -hmm. reason to have that tie-in event anymore you know from a from a practical standpoint you could either buy the ticket or you could not there was no longer like a geographic excuse yep Um, Uh,
0: there were a lot of people trying to play though and boy could you feel it in the game there was a good stretch of time where i just could not open my friends list just would not open
1: (laughs) yeah they they did have to go and shut down some stuff in order to like keep the servers running which is a good thing
0: which is a great thing
1: you know it, it was funny because niantic you know we wrote an article talking about these slowdowns and niantic actually got in touch with me Oh, really. uh, to like say like hey you could you update your article to say that these problems have been fixed and I was
0: like have they though <laughs>
2: <laughs> have they just just send back a gif with them I like, mean yeah. it
0: did get it did get better as the day went on yeah. Uh, yeah but I think it was it was as it was opening up for each time zone basically mm-hmm. that uh, yeah you could really feel but like basically once it opened on the west coast about an hour into it. Um, it's, you know, it really started to, to get a bit
1: yeah. better. Yeah, there, there was a couple of hours where I think that um, Western Europe and the entirety of the um, Americas were all in ag- active play. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that, and also um, like Australia and Japan weren't in it, but like the Team Rocket stuff had started. Um, because, like, Team Rocket did this invasion in day two. But all the team, while the event didn't start until 10 a.m., like, all the Pokestops were invaded. The balloons were, like, flying around like it was their job. Um yeah. Like, you know, so, like, people were starting to get into that as well. Um, and so I think that's when they hit, like, their maximum server load. So they shut down Go Battle League. They shut down the friends list for, a, a, like, a hot minute. But eventually, yeah. I think everything's, you know, Uh, went back up and running it didn't really there was like maybe 30 minutes that was really like severely impacted and then you just needed to turn off your game and restart and everything was fine yeah
2: yeah no it was i mean i um i i didn't have the ticket so i wound up going to centennial park just to like be in my car still social distance like all that stuff And that's, like, the big place in Nashville to go. And, I mean, in the news these days with with social distancing and what's happening in Nashville, we've gotten a lot of flack for downtown with the bars still being open so many people out. Centennial Park, though, on that day, there were so many, like – and, like, it was groups of people that you could tell clearly came together. And it was just, like, the weirdest, like – it just looked like the whole park was covered in like polka dots of people. Because they were all the exact same distance away from each other, but they were all so tightly put together because there were so many clusters of people. Yeah. And I was like, this is this is A plus.
0: <laughs> although, although I like I had I had a few issues with raid battles. Like I basically lost three remote passes because my game froze. During raid battles. And so, like, worst. I was this close twice to getting a Groudon, and sure enough, I missed it. So that was annoying, but it is what it is.
1: Yeah, I, I, there's, there still needs to be, I, I will say this, even with the advent of raid, um, you know, remote raid passes. Uh, It is still a struggle to find anyone to raid with, like, locally, at a social distance. Like, unless, like, I want to really, like, go out and, like, meet up with a group. um, Yeah. Yeah, I still struggle with it. Like, I'm right by, like, two high traffic gyms, um, and I was, and there were Groudons, there were Kyogres. Like, uh, you know, I wanted to power up my Groudon, too, so I was kind of hoping to get my hands on uh, one or two. Um, And no takers the entire time there needs to mm. be a way to you know indicate like hey i'm going to jump into this gym or it's like yeah. send out a beacon or something saying hey someone come and play with me
2: yeah. yeah i mean that's why i had to wind up wound up going to the park because i really wanted to grab on. and i was like all right well i have no one literally where i live and none of the gyms that are are around me are necessarily high traffic right now because of The pandemic and i was like well i know there's some parking lots that i could park in and still be in my car and reach a gym at like centennial where like there's everyone so it took me a while to finally get in it but i mean i got i finally got in a raid and got the pokemon but yeah it was so frustrating i had to drive 35 plus minutes to do that which i guess is more desperate on my part but (laughs) <laughs> determined i i prefer the word determined over desperate
1: <laughs> yeah so the team rocket stuff was cool i finally got the shadow articuno the Shadow Zapdos, the shadow moltres uh which were given out way back last year i also got shadow mewtwo uh that to me the, having those is far more exciting than having uh, Shadow uh, or having Victini, which was the mythical Pokemon that was given away um, mm. as part of all this. So I, I was pretty thrilled about that. Um, that 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 was that was fun. That only took me about ninety minutes to do on Sunday, which I also appreciated. Um, they they nerfed the difficulty for Giovanni and the gym, like uh, the admins. Uh, so that was that was nice um, because I can take. I I think there's out of the three uh, admins, there's one of them that I really struggle with. Um, So I was glad that they were easy to beat this time around.
0: (laughs) Um, I, I also really liked the, the teases that they dropped with the things like, Oh, you know, you've unlocked this. Like we're going to have the, you know, the dragon Days coming up Mm -hmm. and, you yeah, know, And so I like, you know, knowing like one that they were, they're actually, you know, pretty good days coming up, uh, but also having that, you know, just kind of tied to the excitement of the event. The one thing that like, I just don't understand why we do not have yet is long distance trading. Like right. they how do. is, can you? Yeah. Well, what, what do you
1: want, Jim? What do you want? On. <laughs> Let me see. I, if I have more than one, I don't know if we're high enough friends to do yeah, that.
2: Yeah, like, that's the issue. You have to be high enough friends to trade, correct?
1: Yeah, I think, well... Oh, no. do you have
0: to be high enough friend level? I thought you had to be at a certain level level, too. Is that...
2: I don't know if there's still no. a level oh. cap. I think it's just, like, you have to be, like, either great friends or, or
0: best yeah, friends. Me, I'm not sure. Give me a but second. like,
2: that's the thing that frustrates me. Meanwhile,
0: <laughs> meanwhile they are listeners who are just, like, screaming at their phones or headphones being my, like, you
1: idiots. My, my favorite thing is when Jim says something like, I really wish they had this feature.
0: And, was like, <laughs> and then forty it was people, ad. like, I had no idea that you can transfer so many Pokemon at once. I had like, there's zero place in the app or whatever that tells you you can do that. Like that tells you that you can do that. And so I'm like fussing around trying to figure out how to do this. And so I put a tweet out like that over the weekend. And people were like, uh, all you have to do is hold down. And like, it changed my whole life. It changed the way I play the game.
2: Well, there you go see people need to stop
0: <laughs> immediately
2: yelling and just give a gentle explanation
1: oh right. so jim we need to be good friends oh. in order to complete the special trade um and um yeah i don't think we can make this trade unfortunately jim
2: yeah no, like for for like you. i know
0: specific Pokemon, you, don't send, you don't send me gifts um,
1: oh, it does nice. say, so yeah, it says that I'm out of yeah. range with trading. Yeah, your friendship
0: um, level must be good, a good friend must reach good friend in order to complete special. That's two hearts, right?
1: Yeah, it's two hearts. Yeah.
0: Um, so we're like one in a sliver.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So, oh well. Sorry, Jim. But one of these days we'll get there. And maybe on that day I'll be able to trade with you because you can do remote training, uh, trading Mm -hmm. now. You just have to be a certain friend level in order to pull it off. Yeah. That's the
2: frustrating thing for me. (laughs) Just graphics. (laughs) Just, just start giving gifts, man. Those are, those are kind of a hot commodity with the pandemic. Not as much, but after this past weekend, but still a little bit.
0: Well, so that's, that's, that's another thing, right? So I have a bunch of friends who are in like New York and LA or whatever, who I'm friends with on Instagram or who like live in cities. Right. Mm-hmm. And so all of their gifts are from are like postcards from like super cool places, like giant murals or statues or whatever. And because I mostly just drive around, you know, my neighborhood or, you know, I'm walking around and I just get the gifts that my, my partner finds it's it's they're all just baptist churches like it's just all churches
2: wait we have to have a conversation i don't know if i've ever mentioned this so where my fiance used to live when we first met each other immediately what i do when i first am talking to someone like hey give me your give me your pokemon go friend id so i can be friends with you i was like oh yeah great so at the time we were in the office we had a gym i would give him the little like water fountain like Like, whatever gifts we would get the water fountain at our office. Wherever he worked really close to him, there was a, like, a little stop that he could get gifts from. And when it was sent to me, the little tag it would show me was an anti-abortion mural statue.
0: Oh, my gosh.
2: Yeah, so I remember the first time I looked at it, I went, what is this? (laughs) I had no idea what it was. I was like, what would you say? (laughs) me <laughs> this and he was like okay. it's the only gift i had and i was yeah. like
0: well that and like it's like so yeah, it's either for me it's either it's and not that they not that there's anything wrong with churches right like I mean, that's it it's fine i go to church and it's it's great but like it's the yeah. only like, it's like the only thing i have and, and like the pictures aren't even that good like they're shot from like weird angles uh, or they're yeah, blurry because yeah. it's just it takes it from you know google earth or wherever it takes it from yeah uh, but it's either that or civil war cemeteries uh I have yeah of those uh around around me that I'm just like I get
2: parks and okay. those Civil war yeah. kind of like it's usually <laughs> like, like the the stone fences, like those like rock
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah like
2: fences that are like historical from the Civil war. it's like it's yeah. just like here's a gift, it's a fence. <laughs> <laughs>
0: or like like there's there's a a park by my house that that has like you know pavilions or whatever that you know you can set up tables or whatnot and so she's like it's the most boring pictures And i'm just like i'm sorry don't judge me on don't judge me on my gifts
2: yeah no Um, i have a lot of pokemon friends who are from japan and like they'll send like tokyo tower or like the sky tree and all that stuff like oh that's cool and then it's like here's a fence
0: (laughs) yeah so um so yeah. So anyway, I look. I really enjoyed it this year. I thought there was a genuine buzz around it in a way that there. I don't think there has been a buzz on Pokemon Go for for a little while. And so, uh, if you like, if you missed out on it, there will be more events and stuff to you know to to come up. But this one, I thought was was a lot of fun, and uh, I enjoyed it. Christian, thoughts? Uh, I liked
1: it. I liked a lot. Sorry, I was going through. Actually, I don't think remote trading is available. Um, I could have sworn it was, but I don't think it actually is.
0: No, so I think it is, because I, I just tried to initiate a trade with you, and on a banner it says, you can only trade with friends who are nearby, and then you can't trade a Pokemon that had previously... Oh, no, okay, hold on, there's another. Give me another note. <laughs> if your friend's trainer level is lower than yours, oh, the CP will be adjusted, and there's that. There was another thing that said you can, like, you need to be great friends. Or good friends. Our special trades can only occur once a day. Oh, now it's just now it's just running through it. I don't want to bore everyone through it, but I, ju- I saw a thing that was a banner. But you may be right. I mean, maybe whatever.
1: Well, I'm sure someone. I've never made it. Our trade listeners will tell now. us if you yes.
0: if you know we can uh, trade remotely. Please let please let us know. All right, we yes. have got to get to the Pokemon fact of the week because we are running long today. Christian, what do we got?
1: Uh, so, uh, uh, this week we're on Krabby in our uh, march through the Pokemon, uh, through the Pokedex. And, uh, you know, one of Krabby's notable things is that it produces bubbles, uh, both Krabby and Kingler. In fact, the, uh, uh, the Gigantamax version of Kingler has this giant bubble beard. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, it's kind of uh, noted that that is a, uh, they say it's a defense mechanism, is what, you know, it says in the Pokedex. But in reality... It mimics a thing that crabs actually do. Whenever you see a crab on land, a lot of times you will see bubbles uh, foaming out of its mouth. This is not a defense mechanism. This is a byproduct of how it breathes, because crabs have gills. They are underwater creatures, but when they go on land, um, in order to keep, like um, you know, just as a byproduct of their gills, can you know continue to produce um you know continue to like oxygenate their blood um but you know uh only when their gills are wet so that byproduct is actually how you know the, those bubbles are are a byproduct of how it breathes while, when it's on land um so you know that's just one of those like interesting little facts uh of you know a pokemon mimicking its real life equivalent it's doing something that it does in you know nature
0: yeah, this uh, I I've, I've always been a, a big fan of Kingler. Kingler was on my, my OG team, but his, the Kingler's Pokedex entries are boring as all hell.
1: It has a big uh, claw. It the- has a yeah. big claw.
0: It's real heavy and it, can, and it's got a ten thousand horsepower strength crushing ability. But that's literally it. Mm-hmm. Until you get to Shield, where it says the bubbles it spews out of its uh it spews out are strongly alkaline. Any opponents hit with them will have their bodies quickly melted away.
1: Yeah, I was actually looking oh that Oh my up. gosh!
0: <laughs> so what? I, I,
2: I did not know that.
0: That's for the Gigantamax form.
1: And Gigantamax. Actually I, yeah. I think that's a reference to the fact that, um, unlike in uh, humans, where you know we have red blood because we have iron in our blood, yeah. uh, crabs have blue blood because they have copper in their yeah. bloodstream. So I think it's a reference to that, because copper batteries and things like that that's just my guess. So it's like, um, <laughs> but you know, yeah. Uh, I thought that was like I, I saw that. I was like, I was like, where the heck did they pull this one from? <laughs> uh, and that's all I got is you know, crabs have uh, blood with copper in it, so that's why crabs bleed blue.
2: Now I just have like a horrifying image of like in the Pokemon world again. We're pulling back that veneer, just like a nice family vacation. They just wanted to go to the beach. Suddenly, like gigantamax kingler comes out and it's just like hey guys and like melts this poor family
1: it, it reminds yeah. me of uh the one scene um where uh in the godzilla movie the godzilla versus the smog monster mm. um where you know like uh the the monster that godzilla fights in that is literally like mock gigantamax yes. mock yeah. um, it literally and, is. uh you know there there are a couple of scenes where like you see like people's like faces melt off this is uh, horrifying. Uh, Why would you go to the Gulag region? The same thing. I wow! Mean,
2: don't go to the beaches, in the yeah. Galar region, I guess.
1: You don't go there for you know the thrilling championship battles either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. All right. Well, with that, let's wrap this baby up. Uh, like I mentioned at the top of the show, sometimes at the end of our show we read listener reviews. We're not this week because we're way over on time. Maybe next week. But uh, way over. Uh, head on over to iTunes, leave us a five star review. And if we read it on the air, you will get a free comicbook.com t-shirt as soon as we're allowed back in the office. So uh, like I said, I had a few people reach out and I have promised them that we have not forgotten about them. And there is going to be like a train load of shirts to be mailed out as soon as we're we're back in. So uh, we appreciate everyone's patience. We have not forgotten about you. We just can't do anything uh, because they're locked away somewhere. So, with that, uh, tell your friends about the show, we, or if you want, you want to yell at us for things that we may have uh, said wrongly, like about if there is or not uh, long-distance trading in Pokemon Go or other things. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Jim Viscardi.
2: I'm on Twitter at Megan Peter CB
0: and I am
1: at C. Hoffer, C. Bus.
0: I had someone tag me in a fantastic Geodude cosplay the other day on Instagram that I will uh, will probably share on Twitter uh, after we're done recording here because it was Was fantastic.
1: Was it just a rock?
0: That's not funny. So, triggered. Uh, so yeah so with that uh, like I said the show uh, new episodes are every Thursday wherever podcasts can be found if this is your first time we hope you had a, a blast and we hope to see you again next week if you are a, a longtime listener God bless you because uh, we love you so until next time folks we'll catch you later